Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. G'day folks and welcome to the Encounters Down Under podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall and I invite guests to the show to share their amazing encounters with aliens and UFOs. If you or someone you know has had an encounter down under or anywhere in the world for our new segment Encounters Unbound, please get in touch with me via the Encounters Down Under Facebook page or email at australianufosightings at outlook.com.au. Be sure to join the Encounters Down Under Facebook page and YouTube channel where you can also get involved during the live stream interviews, sharing your thoughts and opinions during the live show. Also, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to give us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. But anyway, that's enough from me. Let's get into what you've been waiting for. Kick back and relax with your favorite beverage and enjoy the show. This episode is available to view on our YouTube channel, so be sure to like and subscribe to the channel and leave a comment with your thoughts on the episode. G'day folks and welcome back to another episode of Encounters Den Under. Mick joins us back on this episode after leaving us with a bit of a cliffhanger on the last episode. He continues his story about his strange experiences, as well as a terrifying encounter with a being. So please welcome back to the show, Mick. I can't hear you, mate. Oh, so I've been talking with this thing all muted. Oh, Jesus, there we go. Now I'm talking. Wow, I've, that's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> oh, mate, it's um, been a while since that's happened. But yeah, I'm here. I am talking to myself. I love that. Oh, and I'm on the broken phone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking, surely someone's going to be on the comments going, yeah, I can hear you, but no, no one's going to hear me. <laughs> That's awesome, mate. Oh, mate, it's awesome having you back on, mate. Um, people loved having you on last week there and listening to your stories there, mate. It was an absolutely fantastic episode with you. And yeah, uh, I gonna, I'm gonna sure you like to get you back on here this week, mate. I know, I know I sort of left a little bit late to get you back on, mate, but it's been a busy week for me. And it's just either way, it worked out really well, mate. So it's great to have you back on. No, all good, mate. I was going to ask how you went. So, yeah, good, good to see you got some good feedback. Yeah, no, that's great, mate. Thank you very much, mate. Um, so, look, mate, um, let's get into where we sort of left off, mate, because when you sort of um, explained last time we were on, you had quite some phenomenal experiences there growing up and throughout your lifetime um, for over the years. Um, some absolutely mind blowing ones there, and not to mention like whatever is happening with you and your body and your resilience and whatever. Whatever that is, like whatever you want to call that, 
Uh, mate, it's just uh, absolutely unbelievable. So, but then you left us on a bit of a cliffhanger there with something that you you didn't really want to go and lead us on with just yet, and you wanted to leave it to another time. So, um, mate, I want to um, let you go and sort of start off from, if you don't mind, start off from where we sort of left off with your your incident there with the in the highway to where it, you had this encounter. Yeah, well, um, as I said, uh, it was a hell of an experience. And going through it, um, it nothing, nothing, nothing really makes sense about it from start to finish. And coming through it the way I did made me sit back and question past experiences and how I'd come through them unscathed. And, you know, I'm not talking little incidences, you know, I'm talking 170 kilometres an hour under a telegraph pole and through truck windscreens and getting hit by cars, um, you know, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on. And, yeah, just um, the lack of injury or even sometimes the uh, recovery times just being questionable, to say the least. Definitely. <laughs> Something's going on there, mate. Something's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like I said, um, with this latest incident, um, I was gone for all money. And there's just no reason or rhyme why I should have survived it. And as I accepted my fate, um, as I stated before, you know, I just had this orb. It was like a glow that just came over me and uh, stayed with me till I, I basically stood up off the road. And that's, that's questioned my whole experience and my, my, my whole existence, to be honest. I just, um, every day is filled with why, <laughs> why, how, why. And surgeons don't help. Um, like my latest surgeon, great surgeon. Um, you know, like I said, he just left me standing there cold, just with, that's weird, and just walked out. And turns out later I was, you know, found out I was four to five months ahead of progress when I'd only just literally taken my arm out of the sling after being isolated for six weeks. So uh, recovery time's been interesting, but that led me to something that, uh, like I said, in my life I've only had two surgeries and they've both been in the last 18 months. Uh, but the last one, the recent one, my shoulder, um, supposed to be 45 minute keyhole. Surgeon spent quite a considerable longer time on me, which caused me to stay over and held in hospital. Um, plan was was just to basically be released from hospital and get a lift home to where I was living, so I could recuperate in peace and quiet. And uh, that wasn't a plan. I was quite um, sedated when I left the hospital. And my lovely mother, in all her wisdom, um, changed plans on me without me knowing and uh, ended up at my sister's house, uh, quite a considerable distance from where I was living. But I guess, uh, you know, from her point of view, I wasn't on my own, stuck in an isolated place. I was there under some care. So I could see why. Um, so yeah, it was quite, um, how would you say, um, well, it's hard to lead, it's hard to go into this, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead with how, uh, 
we left our conversation. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so after um, after the last podcast, we stayed um, in contact a little bit on air um, without anybody else, and we were just chit chatting away. And you happened to say something. What did you say? Do you remember? <laughs> oh, now it's got me. Jeez, what did I say? All I remember is like it was giving me some. It was spine chilling. It was gave me goose pimples. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. That's well, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, um, I'll jog your memory. Uh, it's not like a grey man was looking through the window or anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. That... So let's let's go there. <laughs> Let's do it, mate. Let's do it. Yeah, let's dive in. I want to. I want to avoid it. I want to work my way around it. I want to ask you questions <laughs> to try. <laughs> All right, I tell you what. Um, the the night we did the podcast and you you said what you said just out of the blue um, floored me like I turned white and uh, yeah it took my breath away. Um, so yeah, so let's get into it. So uh, on the first night at my sister's, uh, when I should have been at my place at home, because that was the plan that was implanted in me to be at home. That was where I needed to be. I just fought to get out of the hospital. I, I wanted to be self-released. They wouldn't let me. I just wanted to be, it was just, I had to be out of there. I had to go. And um, like I said, uh, Jason to my plans. My mother took me to my sister's place. So first night I'm there, I'm on the ground floor. That's quite a quite a large house, um, two storeys. Uh, very nice. It's a nice house. Uh, I'm on the ground floor. I'm in bed, um, and I was awoken. Um, I woke. Uh, I'd say I woke in fright. Um, when I woke, I was scared. Um, don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you why. I was just scared. I woke up in a fright, and I felt because I was still, you know, with the surgery, I only had one arm, so I, I felt myself trying to push myself up in the bed, up on the pillows, and that's when I started to get really scared because I wasn't moving. I couldn't move. I was physically sending signals and I was trying to move but there was nothing going on and I just remember my eyes darting around and there's one single little room very nice bed lovely room and on the right is a bedroom window that would be two and a half foot high and probably about five foot long literally goes the length of the bedroom wall in the middle of the in the middle of the wall um, open blinds drawn um, the neighbour quite close, large fence on the outside, dog in the backyard, uh, and not a quiet dog, quite uh, a loud dog for the size of it. And that's when I caught. That that's when I caught what I could only describe as a, a body. Um, the biggest eyes I've ever seen in my life. And the, the, the thing that got me was the, 
the windows inset into the building. It was about, uh, so I walked outside the next morning and checked it out. Um, windows inset from the outside of the building, probably a good four inches. And uh, the, it was the fingers. The fingers are what really made me want to cry like a baby, to be honest. Um, they were just sort of in onto the sill about head height and uh, they were adjacent level with the eyes and the eyes they were they weren't round they didn't have any color apart from just darkness they were just black but they they were more like a i would say an overly oblong shape like upright not sort of that way they were more sort of overly up on the face uh no no nasal feature whatsoever um and literally no mouth i could see no mouth um it was you know it wasn't like we were lit up in a street light or anything like that it was in the backyard so the only lighting would have been coming from probably the side light that was on the bed bedside table um, I was screaming every fiber and every being of my existence was trying to crawl through that head set behind the bed and through that wall I wanted to be as far away as I could possibly be from that moment just did not want to be there and as much as I was yelling as much as I was thrashing around and as much as I was kicking blankets off to see that I was physically not moving a muscle was just so cold, just cold, chillingly cold, just no, and I'm not a little man, I'm a, I'm a pretty big decent fella and I've got a bit of strength about me. And it, it, it was like I was under glad wrap and someone vacuum sealed me in, that's, that's, that's what it felt like. And as much as I'm trying to scream and I'm trying to breathe, I just got this, it was almost like I was chastised. Um, basically just saying, stop it, you're being silly, you've been through this before, you know what's happening, just stop it. And I felt like a child. It was like a parent speaking to a three-year-old. And, uh, yeah, that's when some calmness came. Um, uh, yeah, can't really tell you much more about that because I don't have any more memory of it. But uh, that's got to be the freakiest existence, the scariest thing I've happened in my lifetime, ever, <laughs> in any way, shape or form. I've faced down armed gangs, I've faced down crazy people. Uh, I've been in some pretty bad situations, but never in my life have I ever been put in that situation that I can remember or ever want to know of. And, uh, God, to be honest, I really kind of don't want to remember that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, coming to terms with that is going to take uh, maybe, a, maybe a little bit of therapy. <laughs> 
because uh, it, it, it's hard to look in the mirror and say you might as well wet yourself you're that scared uh, so yeah reluctance to talk about it at the time and with you and probably ever again in my life <laughs> will stand very strong very very strong so how was dinner what'd you have for tea <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to break the ice mate uh i can't appreciate it enough for you mate talking about this mate like i know how traumatic it is and like i i'm actually like i'm again i've got like goosebumps goose pimples it is spine chilling mate uh and like and i sort of i've you jolted my memory there what i've said to you when um you asked the question and i think i said uh was it like you know someone in the window waving to you um in that regard and i think that was what triggered you and then you, you didn't say anything but you've just you just went you, your whole body language just spoke and it's just like you're kidding me like that that's like I, i'm sure everyone's had this too like in their past like in, throughout their lifetime you know that you could be you know with some friend playing a prank on them and like they're in the window there and all of a sudden you like you don't see them until you like you and it scares the shit out of you and the fact that this is something that is not of human nature coming through the window that, that's that puts it tenfold um uh, like yeah. I'm feeling for you right now, but like I'm shaking for you. Like I, I oh, it's yeah, the, something uh, that's just, um you can't comprehend. The the thing that stands out the most, and the thing that really frightens me right to this moment, was the familiarity. Um, that was that was. Uh, yeah because I, I picked up what you mentioned there um which you didn't mention last time we were talking um off air and you said that you had you've done this before so this makes me want to question like you've obviously had some experience of this before um but i'm reluctant to bring it up for you because of the way you're uh, yeah, the way you're feeling um, right now maybe if you're comfortable we'll keep talking about it but no no we'll keep talking um it'll stop me jittering yeah, you're right, mate. You're giving me the bloody jitters, that's for sure. Like, oh. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, like I said, there's been times where, you know, I've, I've done interstate trips and people have gone, what happened to you? Where have you been? You should have been here, you know, hours and hours ago. That's happened oh, a dozen, dozen or more times. Um, like I said, I've just got to the stage where I just put it down to, I must be taking extra stops, I must be taking longer to get fuel, you know, I must be sightseeing, I must be not doing the speed limit. Um, but yeah, after after what happened just before Christmas, um, yeah, that was, yeah, and, and, and like I said, the way it was spoken to, um, you know, if you could speak to your old jacket that you love the best, it was like you were speaking to that, you know, just so familiar with it, just um, almost even knowing how I would react to the way that I was spoken to. Um, knocked me for six. That was nothing. 
whatnot. Uh, yeah. yeah. And just for those um who weren't here in last episode there, um, I'm pretty sure you did mention just before we finished up the uh the the words that were said like, What are you doing here? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh. That was yeah. That was the first words that, that was you know spoken. I heard that was what what resonated just through my head. Um, yeah, and that was when yeah, at that stage I was in full panic mode. I, I wasn't. I wasn't um, having a conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, as far as I was concerned, I was rabbit burrowing through the wall into the next room. Um, yeah. And that, yeah, and that sort of leads me back to why I had to be out of that hospital. How come I needed to be gone out of there? How come I needed to be at home in my room? Um, but yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was as if, you know, he grew up with your grandfather and he was a stern man and, and you know, that's how he was addressing you as, as a as an infant. The, the familiarity in the voice was just so surreal compared to what I was looking at. Because there was nothing familiar with what was standing outside that window. Nothing at all. Didn't even look like anything you see. On the pictures that you see on the shows, and but nothing like anything that, that yeah. Um, definitely only one, uh, definitely only one voice, and definitely only one way line communication, and that was directly to me. Um, I don't think I could even respond. I don't think I could mentally or physically have responded. I was in, I was in run of fight or flight, and I was flighting, <laughs> which, which is not really in my nature. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think it really gave you much of a choice if it came to fight. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, it was just that. Yeah, I'm sure there's medications or drugs that are in the world that are, you know completely knock your body out and still have you physically in the moment but yeah I've never experienced anything like that that was I'm going to say out of this world <laughs> yeah so after the whole event. of yeah, so after the whole event like do you have, what do you sort of feel might have happened like I know you say you don't really remember what happened but do you sort of have a feeling of what could have happened after this whole encounter um, I believe and have confirmation through my specialists and my surgeon. Um, I believe they intervened with, I guess what you could only say would be the healing process. Um, as I said, uh, physio, uh, the specialist, the surgeon, uh, just have no answers as to how I could be so far advanced in my recuperation. Uh, at best, they were looking at, you know, six months or more before I could even 
you know, function properly and have near normal movement, let alone start to build strength. Um, yeah, I was nearly at that stage within six weeks of the surgery. I was doing, uh, I was doing weights, you know, pretty well within six weeks of the surgery. That's incredible, man. Like it's like like this the whole concept, this whole incident that's happened, like to go and lead up to this. It's um, it, it's just whatever's going on, mate. I, I really would love to know what's going on in your life. So I'd try and give some sort of answers and some sort of clarity, but it's just one of those things we're never really going to know. Yeah, and you know, like I said, you don't go through windscreens, you don't hit telegraph poles. You know, you hit by cars at 80 k's an hour and get up and walk away. You just take. So, yeah. And I don't like cats, so I don't believe I've got nine lives. <laughs> yeah, you've got more than nine lives, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, one thing I... Um, and look, if you want to put input anything, you know, I'd love to hear it, but... Uh, yeah, one thing I want to touch on is how how this could happen in such a way that the dog doesn't go off. Uh, you know, would sensor lights go off? Uh, or do they? Do they have an experience of where, you know, the sensor lights are being triggered by that sort of thing? Um, people in the house, you know, they don't rock up in an Uber. Um, Certainly don't feel like they've rocked up in something that's hovered over the house or anything like that. I just can't see that being possible without, you know, neighbourhood dog, cats, animals, whatever, neighbours, local crackheads walking down the street, you know, surely to cause someone sort of, it's going to come to attention. Um, so it's really sort of starting to, or it's made me look into a few things about it, but uh, whether it's through frequencies or whatever, but I, I think they really are interdimensional. I, I, I can't... I can't make sense of it any other way. Uh, yeah, there's, it's it sort of does lead that way, because like, whatever they've been able to do, that's... Um... They're able to alter, like, alter the whole surrounding area, like you're saying. Like you know, the, the dogs didn't get involved. You know, there's no one seeing these things. Like there's always stories of people like saying, like you know, surrounding areas, no one seems to see these things or hear these things. So what are they doing? Whatever they're doing, they, they're able to, you know, do something around the surrounding area environment. <coughs> and it would also explain like um like why yeah animals aren't picking up on them when they should be. Yeah, and uh, I heard an interesting theory the other day where they're talking, uh, this guy was talking about how they may be using different forms of radiation and frequencies to cause um, like your, your comatose type body, um, the memory implants or the wiping of the memory, uh, things like that. And yeah, as much as I don't understand it, because I'm not uh, nowhere near um, educated enough to even grasp it, uh, it seems to be the only thing that 
you can allow to make sense, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, because um, there's just, you know, I think the technology just must surpass anything we've been allowed to have. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that something happened in, you know, the 1900s at some stage and we were able to recoup, recover, whatever, and re reverse engineer stuff from there. Um, you know, I sort of looked at this fact one day, uh, those Christmas cards you can get where you can open them up and they play the musical tune, Merry Christmas or Happy Birthday or whatever. There's more technology in those cards than there was in the entire Earth in 1954. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't be surprised at that, actually. What happened? <laughs> yeah. oh, mate, I could go down a whole rabbit hole of what's happened. Like, you know, there's so many things that's been lost in the history there regarding Absolutely. technology. And yet yeah, we're and, sort of plain and basic to what we are today. Or because yeah. of commercialization, or what do you want to blame it on? And exactly, and and you know, I think, um, yeah, God, I'd love to run into some people that are, are are playing with frequencies and you know dynamics in 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 the form of you know how how we receive treatment, whether it be via radiation or other things. Um, you know, we, we certainly seem to have been able to reverse engineer a lot of technology. I mean, you know, look at the silicon chip, what's it, 99 point something or other, whatever silica, and the rest is, who knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, that's the path I'm probably on at the moment, is trying to learn more about how they work and what platforms they use to work on they seem to be able to come and go as they please but in saying that they don't seem to be regular visits if, if you know what I mean yeah that's the whole thing that sort of scares me like this whole topic like, as interesting as this whole topic is the biggest thing that scares me is this whole thing is the fact that they can just turn up whenever they want do whatever they want without any sort of form of consent or any acknowledgement or you know any sort of knowledge of them even being there and yeah. to me that that scares the shit out of me on this whole thing yeah absolutely. um because like your your whole defenses are down like you you've taken advantage of and I, I you know that to me is horrible for anyone to experience mm -hmm. this sort of shit and uh, yeah I, I like i said that 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 feeling i had in that bedroom the, the closest I could describe it was just being under glad wrapping up and sucking the air out of it and you're just being just pinned every inch of your body, every millimetre just pinned yeah it, it sort of makes me wonder too like, <clears throat> excuse me like obviously you've got some sort of history with these guys and for whatever reason like you know there, there must be some sort of connection with you and obviously other multiple um, people who are having these experiences. 
there's some sort of connection there. So why would not create like a, a relationship where you like you have some sort of agreements where you're communicating, you know, obviously like those kind of people are going to to the general public and start looking like crazy people. If you're going to start sort of saying, Hey, look, I'm talking to these beings of some other sorts or whatnot. But well, even if you could just sort of keep your, your relationship secret, you know, and sort of keep things, you know, down low, you know, but you still, you're still aware of it then. Is that agreement entered into in this dimension? <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. Is it is it entered into, you know, on whatever the first encounter was or would be or may be um, on their side of the wall? So, you know, have you entered into this? And there is a, you know, like you said, a relationship, but just you. you I guess to protect your sanity, you're you're left in the dark about it. You're not aware of yeah. it on this side. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I've got um, I've got Paul and Cyan here from um, the Zeta Connection. They they get quite deep into the whole bit of uh, communication and abductee cases. There, in regards to people like yourself, um, they get quite into. It. I might actually try and if you feel all right talking with them. They've got a bit more experience in this regard to me i'm just um you know i'm just i collect the information that's about all i do and listen and try and um get a bit of an understanding myself but um these guys get right deep into it and help people out uh, if you're willing to talk to them they um because yeah absolutely um paul's here saying that it's an agreement prior to birth um which i've heard of that too but i've also heard of stories there where it's um you know in the family bloodlines there where someone in relation in in the past has sort of agreed to something in that relation because usually from stories that I've heard, you know, people, um, their family members are still having these experiences there in the past, you know, and still going along, along with that bloodline. So, yeah, it's one of those things like which, which what you want to sort of take on it. Yeah. Whether, like, yeah I, mean, I think you said that you, you, your family had some experiences as well, didn't they? Yeah. And look, I mean, if they're half as intelligent as you give them credit for, um, Sure, they're not going to keep targeting people that they just, you know, they're going to, they're going to resist or be resilient to whatever they're doing. Um, you know, it'd just make their task more difficult, wouldn't it? So, I guess that makes sense where they are aware of of your existence and being before you're born because they know you're coming. Can't see why that wouldn't be possible. Yeah. Oh, look. I think any sort of theory at this point is like not off the table because there's just so many different ideas and sort of concepts and the whole nature of this whole thing. And whichever one's right or wrong, we just don't know. But there's obviously whoever, whatever they are, they're doing something for a reason, whether it's for their own benefits or they're trying to maybe sneakily invade the earth. Uh, it's, it's sort of a, it depends on which way you want to go. Like I'm putting out different yeah. concepts I mean, out I, there. I've, it's all. I've been looked into the, the theory of um, abductees and and what they experience in the way of numbers involved, um, and I guess the threat to you and or or their care of you 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So it was, it was interesting to me to just only have this one can't have any other word for it this one being uh, being present like there wasn't two there wasn't three there wasn't a horde of them there was just this one and going by his hand and his fingers and his upper torso I don't think it'd be much, much of a match for anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's not He's not gonna. He's not gonna be making, um, you know, Pee Wee Buddy Herman or whatever his name is take a backward step in the ring. Um, but to physically see them, him, it, she, they, whatever you want to call them these days, you've got to be careful. I guess. Um, <laughs> the most frightening thing in your life. Uh, like I said, I faced down some scary things, but. Never, never wanted to just wet myself and weep like a girl before. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like, like I think um, someone asked a the question there last time we were talking about this. Like they asked if you want to go into like a hypnotherapy and try and remember this or any other past things, and you just said like you don't want to be bringing up memories that you don't really think you should want to remember. You know, and it kind yeah. of makes sense. There, there is that. There is that part of it that that says well. There might be a very good reason why you don't remember um, the other part of me screaming out going just just if there's something you might find out just have a crack just do it uh, so I'm actually in contact with a psychiatrist and uh, I'm going to have a look at um, different avenues to I guess try and recover lost memory or hidden memories. But like I said, there's there is that part of me that's just so reluctant of wanting to know. So at the moment it's just on that scale I guess and probably just waiting to see where it where it lands. 
which which sort of the which sort of the sky over white guys. Yeah, um, like you know, I, I got Nikki in the comments saying different groups, different agendas. So like you know, it sort of makes you. That certainly seems to be the key, and uh, from what I've read up on and from what I've heard, uh, there's some tall ones, there's some skinny ones, there's all sorts of. Uh, it seems to be the more numbers that are involved in the incident, it seems to be the less care is given to the person or the, I don't know if you want to call them a victim, they may not want to identify as a victim. Uh, I don't, I don't identify as a victim. Uh, on the night I identified as a three-year-old getting chastised by my grandparents. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was feeling, um, but uh, yeah, I guess there's a lot to be said for for the mind keeping you safe, or the consciousness keeping you safe, subconscious keeping you safe. Yeah, uh, but uh, the other thing, I guess, maybe too, in their protection of their of their agenda is um, you know is this person subject going to function properly if they're aware of what we're doing yeah that's another big question on that too isn't it like because like this is the other thing i don't understand it with these beings doing what they do now you know now the stories of people they're being abducted they remember being abducted they have a relationship like jane pooley for example um claims to have been abducted from like from her earliest memory was like two or three years old you know and there's constantly throughout the years she's growing up and that's what i was saying before like why aren't they like building a relationship with these people like yourself and other experiences and you know building a relationship so you know sort of like who these beings are you know you're obviously it's gonna be common it's, it's, you're gonna be like okay yeah, yeah good see you guys again no worries yep all right we're busy again tonight yep cool no worries like let's make sure you put me back in my bed where i was before you know <laughs> don't yeah. dump me in some random location like i've heard of other stories but you know when it's a, an, a grown adult having these experiences there like we're our own mind and body you know we're our own person and we we understand the world as how we understand it today and yet they're going to throw this like curveball at us of like you know these beings the next minute they're getting abductions and stuff like that and it's like where and how does that even come into the concept of your life now and like like, yeah, and you're so unaware, you're so defenseless. One of the big questions for me is, would I have, would I have awoken if I was at home? Was it because I was in a strange? Was it because I was in a strange surrounding? And and the combination of being approached like that. Um, is that is that what sort of threw a spanner in the works? I guess uh, if I was at home alone, would I have awoken? Yeah, well, it does resonate like question I? too, because like at least with your, if you're at home, you're more comfortable. You know, you're more relaxed. Whereas you're in a different environment, yeah, you're sort of probably a bit more uncomfortable, yeah. a bit um, a bit more alert, I suppose. Yeah, no, um, 
Yeah, and that, you know, it's sort of, and, and like I said, you know, that whole feeling of, of you're not meant to be here, you know, what are you doing here? Um, you know, you need to stop it. It's just, you're being silly. This is, uh, it just, yeah, it just made me feel like I left school without my school bag and got home. And you know, I was just slapped on the wrist and being spoken to like a little child. You know. Go back and get your school bag. God damn it! <laughs> I'm meant to be getting dinner ready. Um, and it was it was this whole tone of you know, like I don't have time for this. Uh, you know, let, let's get this done, and I need to be out of here. Um, but like I said, the, the familiarity of the way I was spoken to, um, almost like I was spoken to in that way, knowing the response that they would get. Because um, as you know, you know, what is there, four different main types of personalities and all that sort of thing. And, you know, different people react to different, different things. And, some people react differently to being spoken to abruptly than the other. Uh, I don't get spoken to abruptly, ever. <laughs> no one yeah. speaks to me abruptly. So to be spoken to in that manner and, and, and the, the being being so familiar in the way they spoke and, and the words chosen... Uh, there was no wasted energy on any word not required. It was just so... It was like someone just peeled open my skull and I had no choice but just to receive exactly what was being said and nothing else and nothing more. There's no grey area. Pardon the pun. <laughs> mm. <laughs> So I'm going to ask you a question here. I don't mean any disrespect out of it. And I know some people are probably going to go and put this down to the, this question I'm going to ask. But do you still feel like it, um, medications or coming off from a surgery could have played a, 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 you know, like people call it a hallucination or some sort of pigment or something in that regard? Um, look, 100%. Uh, uh, to the point where I got up the next day and went straight outside, went straight to where it was standing, um, happened to be on a good arm, so I could actually reach up and do and actually mimic exactly what I seen. And right down to the part of the torso and everything I could see just was so spot on. Um, don't think your imagination could be that accurate. Uh, the other thing is to um, it's not the first time I've been heavily medicated uh, and like I said I'm not a person that dreams or dreamt or even in the past remembered their dreams whether it be through self-medication, alcohol, whatever um I have probably some pretty graphic dreams 
um, in relation to the post-traumatic stress. And, um, every one of those dreams are of a nature that are so worldly. Um, how do I put it? Uh, most recent nightmare I had, that's only not dream. Uh, so graphic in a human way. Um, they all revolve around a certain, how would I put it, they all revolve around a certain nucleus. Uh, so this just in no way, shape or form fits into a dream state or a dream mode, I guess. Um, I've racked everything in my being to say it was a dream and the argument falls flat. Um, it just falls flat. I can't, I can't give that argument substance with what I experienced as much as I bloody want to. God, I want to. Uh, I can't. I don't know if that's much of an answer, but yeah. Yeah, no, look, that pretty much narrows it. Like, like, like even when you like, explain the whole experience there, mate, like, you can see by your body language, like, there's no bullshitting about you, um, to put it strongly. Like, you know, it, and like, the fact that you said there's a familiarity to it, like, if, um, you know, I know you can have recurring dreams or something like that, but you know, it, to the point that where you actually, you, you, realize the whole concept of the whole dream like you don't usually realize what's happened uh, i'm saying that wrong now with the dreams like when you reckon or remember a dream or something like you go oh yeah i remember that sort of dream like it's a bit of a hazy you know but for you you had like a real strong sort of familiarization with the voice yeah. um and, just and not like the... Said, um, with the post-traumatic stress uh i've discovered one of the side effects is is some pretty graphic nightmares uh, and yeah, it's pretty easy to tell the difference between a nightmare and what's not a, a nightmare. And uh, yeah, that night wasn't a nightmare. I wish it was. But uh, I'll sit here and say right now, I wish someone could prove otherwise. But yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Um, and like I said, we just fall back onto the under the recovery side of things, you know, I'm not 22. I'm not meant to be recovering in the state that I do, let um, alone the extensive surgery that I had done. Uh, I get into this stage now, had the surgery just before Christmas, and, you know, I, I, I'm doing stuff that, you know, my physio's just going, you know, no, you, you can't possibly be doing that yet. And I'm like, well, uh, this is what I'm doing. Oh, could you try this exercise? And I'm like, well, I'm doing this exercise. And he's like, just, no, I can't even do that exercise. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, once again, I fall back on on the uh, on the recovery. It's, yeah, it's, my, it's mind-boggling to me. Let alone to my specialist and my surgeon and my physio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you were um, inspected outside 
the window they like do you see like any impressions like was it dirt or was it grass no it's a paved area so basically it's just outside the laundry so uh being in bed go through the wall of my toes you're into the laundry exit door out to the oh, i guess what you'd say a, a courtyard where there's one of those fold down clotheslines that hang on the wall so yeah nothing in there but uh locked gate at the front and like i said a um <laughs> a crazy dog in the backyard so uh, yeah you're not getting no fingerprints on the window at all or anything like that? no I mean, look, and that's because I, I i do have a brother-in-law that loves a joke so that was sort of my first sort of thing when i wake up in the morning was what was that? was that him last night? Was that? And then, uh, yeah, just coming over, it was like, holy shit. Like, I just, I jumped out of that bed, I walked outside, I, I stood in that position, and I just, every part of me, when I when I stood there looking through that window, wanted wanted to not be able to have a clear view of where I was or, you know, some obstruction, some obscurity. Um, but there, yeah, uh, second night, uh, looking through that window again. Uh, yeah, there's no mistaking something was there. Um, Be nice if they did some extra stuff. <laughs> did a little bit of extra yeah. work on me, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, I can't, I can't comprehend it any other way. I can't. Um, yeah, like I said, it'd be nice if my brother will play the joke, or if I could just go, oh, yeah, you know, that was a nightmare. Throw that off. Um, yeah, nothing that real can be a dream or an nightmare. It's, it's just uh, it is what it is, and uh, like I said, the thing that really lives with me is is the familiarity and the way I was spoken to. You just wouldn't know how to speak to someone like that unless you knew them. So, yeah, it's brought me back into some of the things that happened in the past. Long distance time sort of disappearing and not being in the right place at the right time. And to the point where, I guess, uh, since we've last spoke, I've probably spent Oh, at least two weeks of that in complete isolation. Um, hopefully, um, I guess in a way of meditation, I guess, trying to get some answers, trying to work through what happened. And I guess it's just that whole subconscious thing of needing to be where I need to be. So do you sort of feel like 
after this experience, it sort of opened up a lot of clarity to things that's happened in the past. Yeah. Oh, look, in, in, yeah, look, absolutely. It's taken away, it's taken away that, oh, what's the word for it? It's, it's, it's taken away that grey area of, of how I've walked away and survived other things in the past. Um, this time I know how I survived. I guess because I was more aware, um, less, less medicated in any way I was when I was younger. Um, it's certainly given me it's given me peace of mind knowing that I'm not crazy and that something is and has been there and has protected me in the past and still is and hopefully still will after I've spoken to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no stopping now, eh? It's like, just, yeah, don't give up on me now. you just gone this far. Come on, guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, don't mean to make fun of it, but I, I sometimes wonder if I'm going to turn around and cop an uppercut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> we told you. <laughs> and it's like, well, did you? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, oh, but look, yeah. mate, look, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, like you, you got to put a bit of humor to it. I was just, just going to, it drags you down too much otherwise. Like, it, like um, Absolutely. Um, uh, like you can sit there and depre be depressed all over it, you know, and just, you know, you you got to have a bit of a humor behind this sort of thing, even if it's like I, a little I bit serious in a sense, but, you know. I don't think it would take much to be in a padded room if you went down the wrong path with this. You know, exactly. And that's that's what, like, like, you know, as we mentioned in the past, and you, know, you hear it all the time, you know, people see it crazy, you're on drugs or something, you know, they were one of those people in the public that shouldn't be sharing this sort of stuff because, like, it is so out there. Um, yeah. A lot of people don't understand it until they've actually experienced it for themselves, and it is hard to believe because uh, oh, um, uh, it absolutely well, is. I'm sitting here and I, I, I struggle with it. So, yeah, it, that's, not a, that's not offensive to me yeah. to hear that. Yes, but look, mate. Look, I, I can't thank you enough, mate. Um, coming on and like sharing your experience, like as hard as it was for you, mate. And like you've, mate, you've made a massive milestone. I feel in your own, in your look, own sort if, of path here. If, if you didn't say what you said <laughs> off air, um, I probably wouldn't have spoken about it. But, <laughs> but with what you said and the way you said it just shocked me to the core to the point where i was like that's not a coincidence yeah well i even yeah once you put it that way yeah it sort of does sort of make a bit of sense like it's if is this fate is this the way it was supposed to go yeah and look you know i mean i think there's two types of people i think there's ones that put this in the back of their mind shut it out and never ever never ever admit to the existence of it happening and there's the other people that I think are just going to come out and say, well, this has happened and like it or not, but it's what happened. And it's not up 
to me the limit to worry about being judged by others. Um, it's been good. It's been a great opportunity to actually put something like, you know, like this on a platform where you can be heard. Um, and like I said, I, I've got no issue with someone coming back at me and, you know, picking it apart and whatever. I've got no concern whatsoever. Um, what happened, happened. And I could have either buried my head in the sand and just continued on my merrily way. Or I could look in the eye and accept it and I guess appreciate that I'm, I'm involved in somehow, um, albeit whether I'm one of their guinea pigs or one of their projects, I, I don't know, but it's, I guess I feel more privileged than hobbled by the experience. I suppose, yeah, you're going to be sort of a bit thankful in a sense too, the work of they've been looking after you all over after all these years, you know, it's... I mean, exactly right. Too. I mean, um, like I said, you know, there's, there's no way in the world I should have walked away with what happened to me in this last instance. Um, to get taken out like I was, to be run over front and back wheels. Uh, you know, physics couldn't explain it, I can tell you now. Um, so, yeah. They're doing it for a reason. What that reason is is being kept for some reason. But uh, yeah, I, I certainly, I certainly will never ever put my head down or deny what I've experienced and what I know. Um, it's not in me. I can't. I couldn't do it. Can't do it. Uh, if someone wants to talk about it, I'm, I'm there. I'm happy to speak. Uh, I'm happy to hear what 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 you know what other people have gone through. Uh, you know the old adage is, we've got two ears and one mouth. We just got to use them accordingly. That's <laughs> <laughs> it, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sort of makes me wonder too, like what sort of technology they're using to be able to sort of protect you when the moment arises like you know what kind of is this like some sort of magic is it a technology what the hell is it that they can go and do to alter what the outcome that should have happened to you be yeah and like as you were saying that i i, I can i can just hear the 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 irritation in the tone of the voice that was used you know like you're not meant to be here <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> Cutting into my time. I should be having a break soon. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely want to put it like that, you know. It's, it's it makes me wonder what is going on for you. I, I, I keep questioning it to you. Like I even said this in the last time. Like, what is going on with your life? Like, what is so special? What's your life goal here? Or what do they have set for you in this path of life for you yeah. to keep going the way you're going? You know, it's it's there's something big for you, and I I hope it. It's going to change the world. I honestly do. Yeah. Well, you know, if it's good, good. If it's bad, not good. <laughs> yeah, obviously not. 
I guess we'll wait and see, mate. Like you could become the some demonic drone and start taking out the rest of the world for us. For all we know, mate, <laughs> yeah, some indestructible yeah. bloody drone of some sort. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, who knows? Maybe I'm some part of an experiment where they're trying to make sure that the you know the people that are going to be here in the future are going to live healthy. Who knows? Um, got no idea. I'm happy for it though. Uh, I'd hate to have a low pain threshold. So <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for the gifts that I have, and uh, yeah, um, like I said, I got no answers for you. I, I, I wish I could say uh, it's because of this and my recovery time happened because of that, and I don't get broken bones because of this, um, but I've. Like I said, my surgeon can't answer those questions, so I've, I've got no chance. Yeah. Oh, mate, look, it, it's absolutely overwhelming, mate. And, yeah, again, I can't appreciate you enough for coming on talking the show, uh, talking about your story, mate, and your experiences, mate. It's as scary as it is, um, you know, and hard for you. It's just I, I can't thank you enough, mate, for even doing Because, like, you're going to be encouraging so many people coming forward with their experiences as well, as hard as it can be. But um, yeah, like I said, like you're setting a milestone here, and hopefully people are going to listen to this and sort of think like, look, if he can do this, I'm sure I can too, you know. And yeah, and I'm sure you feel better talking about it in a sense. Yeah, I do a little bit, but yeah, I have this reluctance that that's hovering over me. Um, but just in saying, you know, touching what you said just then, uh, hopefully we're we are and yourself are able to operate in, in a platform like this where the old rule of sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Yeah. Look, that's, that's pretty much all it is. Like, you know, people are going to have their judgments and that you can't let it get to you, you know. Um, the world is slowly changing. We're getting better with this whole stigma that's attached to this whole topic there, but we're also still trying to understand what the hell is going on too. And because yeah. there's no evidence to sort of try and back this up, um, it makes it hard to sort of keep the stigma away. But, you know, we're slowly getting there. People are sort of understanding that there is a different reality that we don't understand. And yeah, it's, um, we're getting there slowly. There's a whole lot more out there I think we have no clue about yet. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I hope there's some young, bright people out there that are experimenting their bums off with frequencies and other things and you know you never know we might get some answers absolutely mate look mate again thank you very much mate for coming on mate and um uh yeah i can't thank you enough mate it's absolutely wonderful having you back on and uh, to continue uh, on where you went look to be honest with you it's a credit to you running what you do and and you know having what you've got running uh it's it's a pleasure and 100% respect to to what you're achieving and what your what your goal is. Oh, thanks, mate. I appreciate it, mate. And uh, yeah, again, man, thank you very much. <laughs> it's absolutely awesome. All good. Be well. <laughs> Be safe. You too, mate. Enjoy, mate. All right, Gene, I'll talk to you soon. I'll talk to you in a minute. All right, guys. Um, we'll go this way here, and I'm going to throw myself up here. So thank you very much, everyone. Is um. Wow, um, that whole experience there just um, it got me, yeah, in that 
yep I, i'm not gonna keep talking about it because this is yeah um i hope you guys are <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of speechless on this whole thing yeah it's got me stumped um yeah look guys i hope you enjoyed it uh, as difficult as it was going through this thing um a big appreciation to mick coming on my and um talking about his experiences there as hard as it was for him so either way um big thank you to him i'm still at a loss um <laughs> we're trying to go where i'm going now um yeah guys uh just a reminder we do have the online store here now Jeez, like wow i cannot talk at all um online stores there check out the merchandise there i'm going to throw this out quickly if i can try and share this there um if i can share this if i do some quick little bits here that might be it there that's it there and this is the new design i've got out at the moment there it's um a bit of a new dedication to what i've got here so i can throw that up there so that's my new shirts designs there and um i've got mick still on the side here i don't know if does that look anything familiar to what you saw mick and then a little bit briefly i'll put your mic back on there and um i don't want to sort of scare you too much on that but mate i'll tell you what uh the eyes weren't so sharp heading up to the tips out sort of to the angle and they were just sort of straight up and down uh i'll tell you what you wouldn't be too far off the money <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> i was sort of reluctant to do this and i thought oh, i've got to try and oh. yeah i was reluctant but to get an idea so people can sort of get a you know a bit more visualization on it um uh yeah um thankfully didn't look that menacing that's all right that's good if they turn up i hope they only turn up with one yeah oh geez yep all right mate i'm gonna get this away from you now so all right um so yeah yeah anyway guys um yeah, that much is there. It's new design there. I got there. It's um, basically the my new slogan for the whole thing, uh, podcast. Everybody was like, "I don't believe I know," because obviously people are experiencing things out there, and they also don't believe anymore because they bloody well know that shit is out there. So <laughs> um, that's basically the concept of my slogan. Um, I've got heaps of other designs on there: keychains, mugs, shirts, hats, um, heaps of other cool stuff there. Go and check it out, guys. And that will do it, folks, for this episode. I hope you enjoyed the show. And don't forget, if you or someone you know has had an encounter, please get in touch with me to be featured on the podcast. If you're a fan of the show, you can support the podcast by purchasing some awesome merchandise that's available on our online store via the link provided in the episode description. So thanks for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you on the next Encounter Down Under. Hooroo!